0: all right guys in this episode i'm going to be talking about temperament temperament regarding the character of the dog this topic was brought up by melissa one of my friends thank you for suggesting this i am going to go into a little bit of detail into this topic of temperament this is something that a lot of a lot of pet owners don't understand and um a lot of i would say inexperienced very new dog trainers don't fully understand either if you've been working with dogs for a very long time um or if you if you have a very decent understanding of temperament and um you know and how each dog varies from personality uh from individual to individual then you've noticed this But if you're kind of new or if you're a pet owner, um, this is something that people don't understand. They don't grasp very well. So here's what temperament actually is. When we use the word temperament to describe the trait of a dog or, or in regards to the trait of a dog, we're talking about what makes up that individual. So when we say this dog has this type of temperament, and that dog has this type of temperament. We're talking about that individual's character. Okay? So that's what temperament is. It is that individual's innate traits. Like that own dog. Like it, its its own personality trait. Its own character. And this could be a combination of a, of a bunch of things. It could be the combination of the the uh, genetic trait, breed characteristics, and experiences. So, learning history, all combined to make up that individual. So, you guys, if you, if you've listened to some of my previous episodes, you know that I like to use analogies. And so I'm going to use an analogy here for for uh, for this topic as well. When you look at a person, you look at people in general. People come in all different kinds of, uh, you know, all kinds of characters, all ki- kinds of temperaments too. This happens with with just about every animal. Okay, so every every animal, but let's keep it specific to uh, to my example. So if you look at people, people have different characters. Different personalities. You have a person that is very outgoing, you have people that are very, um, very uh, reserved, and you have people that are very, um, you know, they, they like to laugh, they have a very good sense of humor, and then you have people that are not really like that. And of course, everybody changes as you get to know them. So the person that you originally thought was very reserved, once you get to know them, turns out they're not very reserved, they're very open once they get to know you. And then you have people that are um, very open right from the beginning, and that's how they are the entire time. And then you have people that are very nice, and then you have people that are more manipulative and then you have people that are maybe not as nice that that are a little bit more uh self-serving okay i uh, i uh, making this analogy and i'm going into this a little bit not to humanize not to to uh you know to say dogs are like people because they really aren't but it's a really good way to have an idea of what I'm talking about if you're not familiar with this in regards to animals. Now, here is where that similarity stops, okay? So I just made a similarity in terms of what temperament is like for a person and how that is the same for dogs. But that's really where it ends because here is what happens with people. People can change, okay? you will see and you probably have seen people that are very reserved later become very very outgoing and the opposite of that is true too so people have very very strong imaginations so you have a very strong imagination you're able to actually see uh, yourself being a being different and acting different behaving different and thinking differently you can actually turn into that person. And that happens often with people. That's why people, when they're in their 20s, behave very different than what they did when they were teenagers. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes when they're in their 30s, they behave very different than they were in their, uh, in their 20s or their, or their teens. So on and so forth right but people have imagination right p you can't think your way out of a certain personality trait and then go into some something else okay so that's where it stop. that's where we're going to stop the analogy and the, and the differences okay and then we're going to go back to dogs so with dogs here's the thing dogs also have their own individual traits just like i talked about earlier it is it is made up of genetic traits. Basically, what were, what were the parents like? Okay, were the parents uh, very fearful? Were the parents very confident? Was one of the parents confident, the other one fairly reserved? Uh, were both parents very uh, toy-driven? You have genetic tendencies like that, and you also have breed characteristics, so breed tendencies as well that play into it, right? You have, um, you know, breeds that are, that display a certain trait, and obviously this does have a, a huge influence in the character of a dog, in the temperament of a dog. So if you look at... Um, we're just going to go right with the theme, <laughs> the same theme uh, as we've been using for the previous episodes. Let's look at the herding breeds. If you look at the herding breeds, Boricalis, uh Aussies, you look at even Cattle Dogs, you look at German Shepherds, Malinois, those are specific breeds that have specific breed tendencies so the breed tendency of a, of a herding breed is they're very um, they're very chase prone they're prone to chase things they're prone to uh, to be very active to be nippy okay those are breed tendencies that will influence the temperament of the individual. But not every Malinois is the same. Not every German Shepherd is the same. Not every cattle dog. Not every Border Collie is the same. Okay, you see a lot of similarities, but they're all still individuals. So the breed tendencies will influence the overall package of the individual. But then you have other things. You have, I'm going to go back to, you know, even if you have two herding breeds mating, To produce a litter, I'm going to go back to what I talked about a few moments ago, which is, okay, what type of Border Collie was the dad? You know, was the dad a very confident Border Collie? What kind of Border Collie was the female? Was she a very confident female? And if that's the case with both, then the chances of getting a fairly confident litter Are pretty high not always guaranteed but are pretty high okay so now that will make up the individual now you have breed tendency that is going into it and you also have the parents that are influencing that individual that litter okay then you also have environment okay uh, you can do a temperament test on a very young puppy. You can do temperament tests on a seven-week-old puppy. I mean, anything earlier than that, six weeks of age, you can kind of start telling them apart. Five weeks of age, four weeks of age, you can start to see the little personalities. Uh, you know, at that young age, week, you know, week, week of age, two weeks of age, um, you know, they're pretty much blending and they're pretty much the same. Uh, You will see certain traits start to come out about that time, but they become more and more apparent as they get a little bit older. They become more and more individual-like as they get a little bit older, especially as they reach six, seven weeks of age. You can definitely tell them apart just by the way they behave. And that's where you can do even temperament tests at seven weeks of age to kind of have an idea of what type of personality traits, what type of character each individual pup is going to have. That is their own thing. That's them. That's what they are as individuals. But then as they get older, as they they go through life and they experience things and they interpret things that they experience and things that happen to them, then that also will influence their character, just like, you know, going to go back to people, just like people, okay? So dogs, animals also do have experiences, and they do also interpret them differently. So that goes into the overall package of what kind of animal they are. But the uh, the environment, even though it does influence them, it's still, it's just part of the influence is still not gonna make them what they really are and I will I will say this I have seen dogs that have experienced a lot of crap I mean they've truly been abused there's been evidence of physical abuse and torment and you would look at those dogs and, and think That dog has every right to be an asshole if he wanted to. That dog has every right to hate people if he wanted to. To hate dogs if he wanted to. Because of all the really bad things that it it has experienced and has gone through. And you would say that would have a huge influence in that individual's temperament, that individual's character. But the innate traits that that individual has are so strong and so predominant... That even what happens to it still is not enough of, a, of, a, of an influence to to modify the character of that individual. And then you have dogs that they do experience one or two things in their environment and it has a huge influence in their overall character. Okay, so you'll have dogs that you know they'll they'll give you two examples these are very very common examples so there's a type of dog that will get attacked by a few larger dogs and that dog will be fine like ah, it's not a big deal I still like dogs you know Um, and then you have the type of dog the another type of dog that will maybe go through something very similar will be attacked by maybe one dog and then that dog goes oh my god I don't like dogs anymore that's it I hate dogs one or two dogs attacked me I had a bad experience and I'm done I don't like dogs anymore okay so even though a very similar experience in their environment happened to these two individuals one brushed it right off and it didn't really have a huge influence in its personality the other very similar experience, now has a huge influence in its personality. So these are all things that, that go into what makes up that individual. That's what temperament is. And this is why, now we're going to go a little bit into the, the training aspect of you know how this affects you as a trainer and as a dog owner or dog handler uh, or if you're selecting a dog, if you're buying a dog. Here is how that affects you. It affects you because you have to understand that the type of dog you have will always be that same type of dog. Okay, you can make some variations in that dog's demeanor and overall um, and overall temperament. A personality you can have some influence on that but you will never change the core of that dog's character you will not change that okay and i have seen dogs make tremendous progress i have seen extremely fearful dogs i have one i have one of those dogs Extreme fear, extremely fearful, very reserved dogs. You're going to see these dogs if you work with dogs long enough. Very, very reserved, very fearful. And with consistency, with the right relationship, with the right home, they excel. They do really well. They gain a lot of confidence. They become... Uh, much happier and much uh, much more confident in their environment so you will see that you know it will appear as someone. that's a bunch of BS dogs can change okay so you will definitely see that but it doesn't matter how great improvement that dog makes at the core at its very core you will never change that dog yeah like uh, my dog, my Chihuahua Paisley, is very, very reserved, and when when I first got her, when I first met her, she was a wreck, extremely fearful, uh, did not trust anybody, uh, very, very just constantly shaking, very, very terrified of everything type of dog. but in the right home, the right environment, predictable relationship. You know, I never let anything happen to her. I always, I'm always there to make sure that she doesn't have bad experiences. And training, she has made tremendous progress. She's definitely not as reserved as she used to be. She's uh, much more confident in her environment because I provide predictability in her environment. So she is one of those dogs that has made a lot of improvement but at the core she's the same basically if i were to rehome her okay if her predictable environment and her predictable relationship with you know with us were to all of a sudden change be taken away she would be left with what she truly is at her core She'd be right back to that. Okay, that's how that happens. That's exactly how that works. If you have a very confident dog, very adaptable, you can change their environment. You can change their predict- take away their predictability. You can change their relationship. You could hand them to another person, and that confidence, that uh, you know, that sense of uh, sociability will still be there it won't matter who you give that dog to that dog will bounce right back very quickly the conference will still be there because at the very core that dog is the same that dog will remain and now what kind of personalities we have we have a lot of different different combination of personalities okay we have very very reserved dogs already went over that we have very confident dogs You have very outgoing dogs. You have very fearful dogs. You have dogs that are very independent. Okay, they're they're perfectly fine being by themselves. They don't need to. They don't need you to pet them, touch them, look at them. I mean, they'll 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 like it and they'll be all right with it, but they're not. You know, they're not constantly near you. They're not like that. Their dogs are very independent. And these are the types of dogs that people will look at and they'll go, oh man, like this, this dog doesn't like anybody. <laughs> They're very independent dogs. They're not afraid necessarily. They're just very, in, they, they just could not care less. They could still be confident. They just don't really care for people. And you have dogs that are very dependent. The flip side of that. Very, very social. That want to be with people. That love people, that see dogs and just love dogs. Okay, and you have that. You you can identify those traits even from puppyhood, from from a very very young age. Again, what makes that up? What makes them be like that? All the different factors that I talked about, the genetic tendencies, the breed tendencies potentially. Now, if you if you're dealing with a mutt, a dog that is Uh, a bunch of mixes, I mean, that's, it's kind of hard to tell, you could do the end bark test all you want, how much faith you put on those things, that's entirely your choice, but, you know, at the end of the day, whether you go, man, that's definitely uh, this type of breed, or whether you go, I have no idea what kind of dog this is, it doesn't matter, it still has its own specific temperament, Okay. It's not always dictated by the breed, by the way. It's not always like that. Uh, there are dogs that are way off that don't feed the breed standard at all, in terms of character, in terms of, uh, in terms of behavior tendencies. So that's the topic of temperament in a nutshell. Okay. So when I want a dog for me. I already have a certain set of traits that I like, that I prefer in a dog, and it's not the fearful Chihuahua that I got. That's just my pet. Um, but if I want a, a a working dog, for instance, everybody who has who does sports or everybody who does any sort of work with their dog, yes, we do want the dog to have the right drives to perform the job, but we also have some. We also have some temperaments that we're fond of, okay? Some people like the very, very bold, (laughs) very bold confident. Now, we all like confidence. But some people like the very bold type of, uh, very forward type of dogs. Some people like that, but they also like more of a... uh, you know, maybe some handler sensitivity. Which handler sensitivity is not a bad word, okay? Handler sensitivity just means they're more aware of you. They're more uh, they're more sensitive to to uh, to corrections from the handler versus some dogs that could not care less. You could correct them; they won't even bat an eye. Now that that's more going into the area of tolerance. Now, tolerance also varies. That's also very individual. Okay, It can also be influenced by, by the environment too. But tolerance is another thing, right? You have those that have very high tolerance, uh, very low tolerance. And I'm talking about like pain tolerance. So some of those are very, very sensitive, very, very low tolerance. You are uh, barely pulling the leash, barely popping the leash. And they definitely feel that. And then you have dogs that, you know, you could pop on the leash, pop on the turning collar quite a bit, and it doesn't mean anything to them. That is part of their individual character, meaning you had nothing to do with it, it's just how they were born. And also outside factors, also the environment, meaning... Did the, dogs maybe, did the dog maybe get desensitized to a certain type of pressure? Did the dog kind of build a callus to a certain type of pressure? Where the tolerance was built up? Just really a lot of things that go into what makes a dog an individual character. That's why it doesn't matter how many German Shepherds you've had, none of them are the same. It doesn't matter how many collies you've ever had. They none of them are will ever be the same. You're going to see similarities. you're going to see you um, you're going to see some patterns that will remind you of another dog that you had, but they are so unique, so individual that you can definitely tell. Man, like, this dog is nothing like that dog. Even though they look the same, they're nothing alike. That's what temperament is about. So anyway, I just wanted to keep this kind of brief. And hopefully it gave you a a little bit of an idea as to what I'm talking about, what characteristics or what character is, what temperament is. And it really helps you understand why some dogs maybe learn a little bit differently than others. Okay? or why some dogs behave interestingly and respond interestingly to an event when you've seen another dog respond completely different to the same type of event, okay? It is about temperament. It is about their individual character. And uh, and that, I mean, that ripples into everything else, the training that is going to take place, the environment that they're going to be in, the home that they're going to be going to, um, and all of those things. Anyway, if you like this episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Facebook, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, and stay tuned for future episodes. Thank you.